Welcome to Potential Unlocked, a stacked coaching podcast. On today's episode, we have with us pastry chef and business owner, Greer Gilchrist. In today's episode, Greer discusses that while she takes care of everyone else when it comes to food, why it was so difficult for her to take care of her own nutrition, which led to her outsourcing her nutrition to stack. If you're looking for nutrition coaching, check out www.stackcoaching.com or check us out on Instagram at stackcoaching. everyone what's up welcome to a another episode of potential unlocked a stacked coaching podcast i am here uh with one of my clients uh greer gilchrist uh greer is you're a pastry chef right greer yeah yeah you own a, yeah. You own a bakery in south carolina yeah <laughs> tell us the name of it uh, I have two of them. One of them is called the Harbinger Cafe and Bakery, and the other one is called Harkin Cafe and Bakery. Wow. Um, How did you get into that? Oh. Um, so how, like, short should I make this? You want, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, whatever you think. Um, well, I have always loved food. My entire, like, my, my oldest memories are of food um everything about food eating it reading about it touching it seeing it every cooking it making it every aspect um and just along the way it just seemed to be the thing that I was best at and the thing that I would hopefully be able to make a career out of um and then long story short after working in a bajillion places and traveling and eating and cooking for my whole life I met my business partner and we, her family's from Charleston. So we moved down here and we opened up the bakeries. That's real, real short. <laughs> you open both at the same time? No, definitely not. Um, the Harbinger, she'll be five soon uh, in June. Um, we opened her in 2017. And then three months into the Harbinger being opened, our landlords at Harkin approached us. And I had like an aneurysm. Because my business partner, she does all like the, the admin side. And I'm like, you know, the physical, the presence, the making everything, the working, the bajillion, you know, F&B hours. Right. And uh, she's like, let's open up another one. <laughs> Luckily, it took a really, really long time because um, it, it's in historical Charleston. So it was pretty hard, actually, to get it open. Um. And we opened Harkin in 2017, sorry, 2019, two months before the pandemic. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah, everything came through. We had like a hurricane and then the pandemic. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I, feel you. I feel you there. I mean, we shut our gym down for like a hundred and something days. Um, it was wild, so. Yeah, gyms had it really, really bad. Yeah. No, Greer, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on for the podcast okay and basically i wanted to record a, a check-in now you and i normally check in on fridays um but you know you're super busy you're here a business owner i'm a business owner <laughs> here we are at 9 30 p.m <laughs> <laughs> check, 
chatting it up. Kids are already asleep. You've had a tough day at work. Um, so what I find is super interesting is if someone was to look at you, okay, you look athletic, you are lean, um, you, you look like you have it going on, and here you are, a nutrition client with me. So like, what made you want to enter into nutrition coaching with staff? Um, ugh, so many things, uh, but like mainly I just needed to take it off my plate. Um, Mesa was just telling me about it and I was like, and her goals are so different than mine. Cause she's like this superstar athlete, but I was just like, oh my God, that sounds so great that somebody else is telling you what to do and what to worry about. And I can just like, Listen, it's like why when I discovered CrossFit, I loved CrossFit so much because I was like, oh my God, for a whole hour, somebody else tells me what exactly what to do, how to do it better, to move faster, like all of these things. It's so great. It's like totally off my plate. And that's how I felt about this. I don't want to think about, I love food, but sometimes it's just exhausting to think about how to feed yourself in the right way. Um, cause of course I could eat, I could eat everything. Um, but like to feed yourself in a way that takes care of you. Ah, I love the way yeah. you said that. Yeah. So um, when you started though, like your goals, there were different. I mean, some, it was performance, right? You, you yeah. Said, you said you did want to, um, I guess be more toned, like have more muscle definition. Yeah. Also that, I mean, I've been. So I joined my CrossFit gym almost four years ago. And when people ask me that, I'm kind of embarrassed because I'm like, I should be so much better at CrossFit. What CrossFit, what CrossFit gym do you go to? Rhapsody. It's, it's where I met Mesa, actually. Mm -hmm. Raps, Rhapsody, you said? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in Charleston. And I love them. Now I've been to a whole medley of CrossFit gyms and they're still my favorite. Um, um, but yeah, and... Uh, you know, sometimes you see people that work out all the time, like this is how I felt. And I was like, I feel like it doesn't even look like, I mean, you like kill yourself in class. <laughs> it's like, what am I doing this for? It's like, not just to have a healthy heart. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I always tell people like when they, when I ask them to close their eyes and you know, what their goal is, they're like, Oh, I want to be healthier and feel better. I'm like, yeah, we all do. Right. But come on, let's be real yeah like what does it really mean yeah like, my dogs might start going crazy no, that's all right if you're busting it like six hours a week in a crossfit gym with high intensity exercise you want to right yes and it's like why am i sitting here doing 100 burpees i wanted to be doing this for a reason <laughs> and it's not to win the crossfit games no no it's definitely not um i'm gonna get my headphones though because I have two giant pits and they're about to play. That's all right. We can, we'll probably not edit this out. We'll just have fun with it. <laughs> I can just, I can just sense their chaos. <laughs> okay. Okay. This will be better. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Great. <laughs> so, Greer, like when you, before you started and then like your first couple weeks, um, with the program. You've been with us eight weeks. Is that right? Yeah. I can't even believe that. I keep on being like, I just started with the nutritionist and it's been two months. <laughs> right. 
how how have things changed for you in those two months though like let's let's start with mentally like uh how you think about food how has that changed um well i'm so much calmer about it um because if like you don't know about food if you don't know what you're supposed to eat then you can go down all these rabbit holes about what to eat and it would stress me out and I would spend like precious mental energy trying to think about what to eat so to not have to worry about that makes me so much calmer like to to just sort of understand what I'm supposed to be doing it makes me calmer yeah, um for the record like we don't tell you like what food to eat we tell oh, you oh no yeah that would stress me out eat in terms of how to like reach your goals Yes, definitely. And that would really stress me out. Yeah, that's a good thing to specify. If you told me what to eat, I would like really have a hard time with this. But breaking it down into like, like at first we just, you were like, just eat protein because I eat zero protein. And that was so helpful just to like know what to focus on. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we've also seen a lot of gains over the past eight weeks in the gym. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, it's just fun to feel strong um, and to like try for heavier weights and then to, to see myself accomplishing it. And I'm like always texting Nisa, like, this is what I did today. <laughs> for, those and, you, for those of you who haven't listened before, uh, Mesa's been on the podcast a, a bunch of times. Mesa runs uh, personal programming for Stack. Uh, she has her own company called In the Box PT. Um, she is our movement guru uh, and workout career. So that's the connection there for everybody who is listening at home. Yes, sorry, she's one of my good friends. Um, but yeah, it just feels really good to because, like, I think it was last week when I was visiting my grandma and I was just like so sluggish, and we did Murph, and I, I did such a bad job. It just felt terrible. And I, it just like doesn't feel good to not feel like you're moving well or like you're feeling strong so it's really exciting to me when I go to the gym to feel like I can be strong and I can um, be improving in certain ways oh that's tremendous now the other thing we talked about is emotionally uh, yeah. talk about before you ever started with that your emotional connection to food like where was it you know how did you feel about it those types of things yeah like with me personally like my emotional relationship with food professionally is so different right yeah personally not professionally yeah um just like so um just like very confused very conflicted very stressed um Yeah, like, I just feel like it was just, like, chaos in my head. Like, like, what do I eat? How much do I eat? Is this healthy? Is this not healthy? Um, it just stressed me out to try to feed myself. So then I just wouldn't. I would just not eat, um, which is, you know, also really stressful. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, just mostly a lot of stress with feeding myself and taking care of myself. Um, now you said it, it differs from professionally and I'm just curious, like how would you describe your professional relationship with food? 
yeah um professionally it's so different I have like I feel like it's so nurturing and calm and intuitive and loving. Like I put out all this food into the world for our customers. Like, um, and it's a lot, uh, it's like incredibly thoughtful and it's thoughtfully sourced and it supports our community. And it's, um, you know, it's very, um, lots of produce and different grains and, um, like really nourishing because I want everyone to feel good when they eat. I want them to feel special i want them to feel a lot of positivity from the food that they consume and it even even for our staff like their staff meal is very important and i make them take it and sit down and have a quiet moment it's um it is very nurturing and thoughtful and and caring um which is why i said it's so different than like me personally you know you know what's interesting though is that you just said that the way you think about it when you create it for others um, and even your staff meal, how you want them to sit down and have a quiet moment with that. Like that is one of our core habits with staff, right? Eating slowly and undistracted. And it's it's interesting how like you want to provide that experience for your staff and you always have yet, you know, you were having a tough time doing that with yourself. Like how you ate lunch and you didn't want to, you know, um, it was on the go or quick, right? Yeah, I know. I have a lot of guilt around it. Like I feel guilty even sometimes now, like if I go to blend up my little protein smoothie, I feel guilty getting in their way, like taking a literal minute to do something for myself. Um, And I, I obviously still feel the guilt, but I at least still do it and eat and sit down and take a moment (laughs) yeah Um, do you find that has as this process has kind of changed you know physically mentally emotionally with uh food and do you feel like it's kind of de-stressed that at all for you um yeah definitely um Cause I also communicate with my staff and I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. I'm doing this. And they're all like, no, eat like you, you need to eat. <laughs> like, So I think, um, it does sort of, it's like slowly getting me there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's like, I, I always say it's like that metaphor of, uh, when you're in a plane, right. And they always tell you like, if the captain loses pressure to put your mask on before you help someone else, like, we need to take care yeah. of ourselves in order to best take care of other people. And I think yeah. so often we forget that as business owners, as parents, friends, lovers, whatever, like we so often forget that. Oh yeah, for sure. I literally never do that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I identify so much as a caretaker. Um, and I just don't put it on myself at all, which is why I was like, I need to outsource and have somebody right. like tell me how to take care of myself. Yeah. I mean, you could do it a tremendous job. And like, one of the things that I love is how much time and effort you put into filling out your tracker because you give me so many notes. I love it. You, I mean, you probably tell, I read them all. Um, uh, and so like for you, what is like, what has been your biggest win so far over eight weeks? 
Um, I think just feeling calm. Um, I think like working with sleep was really helpful. Oh, you know, you know what it is? It's like definitely just energy. I was so lethargic and you were just like, you work out so much and I did. I thought it was normal. And you were like, and you don't really eat anything. <laughs> so of course you're really tired. So focusing on my sleep, working out less, which is still kind of hard for me, but I, I do it. Um, and then like eating, you know, focusing on what to eat. Um, yeah, for a lot of people, energy. like they don't consider that, right? Like if we consider our, our body as like a, a gas tank, right? Mm -hmm. um, and every time we work out, it's like hitting the gas pedal, like we're burning fuel. Um, mm -hmm. If we're not, you know, filling up the tank often enough, we're going to run out of gas. And it is certainly mm -hmm. going to affect the performance of our, our body, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So how, how was it? Like, how did you find your overall performance in the gym? Like, how, what was the effect when you started taking more rest? Oh, I feel so much better. Like my body feels better. Um, movements feel better. I'm like excited. I'm more excited to be there and to like, you know, try harder in the workouts. Um, it's like I'm respecting my body more too. And it even changed with yoga because I love yoga. But now I like only go to yin yoga or like today I did go to a power class because it was the only one but I didn't do anything I like stayed in child's pose the whole time the teacher was even like are you okay and I was like I'm chilling I'm, fine. <laughs> I'm just hanging out in class today <laughs> yeah. but I would have like killed myself before I would have like done every pose she had told me to and and now I was like no I just need my body to relax oh I love that yeah <laughs> oh we recently started um, counting our macros mm -hmm. and you, you had a little bit of hesitation. Yeah. I'm so nervous. C can you talk about why? Would that be okay? Yeah, definitely. Because I realized that there was a specific reason. And now my phone is on the battery. So I'm just going <laughs> to plug it in. So many things. <laughs> um, I was afraid initially just because diets scare me. Mm -hmm. And I know this wasn't a diet, but um, I was afraid about it. And then um, I think like the specifics of it, because, um, okay, because watching the videos, because you were like, watch all the videos. And I was like, I'm going to watch all the videos. Hey, congrats. Um, watching wanna... like onions be measured. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, now I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Did I mute you? Yeah, I muted you. There you go. There we go. <laughs> right. So you're saying watching the videos freaked you out. Um, watching the onions get measured, I was like, this is too intense for me. Um, like, I'm afraid, you know, I, I don't know. It just like made me feel like almost obsessive. Mm -hmm. And I can be so obsessive sometimes, so it made me nervous. Um, but then like downloading the app and actually doing it made me feel so much more comfortable in my dog <laughs> so I, I that's curious like i'm super curious about that what about like going through the process put you at ease 
seeing it more and i was talking to mace about this seeing it more like data i guess like you just input it i'm just like okay this is what i'm eating and then it's like this is how much protein you've had or, or this is how much of this um i don't know again it was like somebody else doing the thinking for me so then i could just be like now I know I still need to eat this much protein or something like it just it's so matter of fact I think it's like the emotions out of it for me yeah I think a lot of people are afraid of like tracking macros or weighing their food because they look at it as like all right a it's a ton of work it is right like I'm not gonna lie about that it's a lot of work once you do it for a while it just becomes habit it's like part of cooking you know and it's it's not a big deal um but then they can see That's why I think all right, you're so crazy. That's funny. That's why you think what? I'm going to relocate us again. I'm sorry, Bradley. No, it's cool. It's fun. I wasn't totally prepared for this, obviously. No, I'm locking them in my room. <laughs> um, that's why I like that you said that we could just try it for like two weeks and see um, how it turned out. But now I love it so much actually yeah it's like one of those things with uh a lot of people because when we enter into phase two for those of you know if you're just listening and you don't know our process we do make people weigh themselves every day and for a lot of people like for their entire life they've put their entire self-worth on the scale mm -hmm. and you know if the scale is going down they're having a good day and if it's going up they're having a shitty day right um but all of a sudden, when you weigh yourself every day and you realize that fluctuations happen for a number of reasons, right? Like sleep, stress, you know, how much sodium did you have in your meal? Like, did you just eat boiled seafood, right? Like, because that, that could have caused it or alcohol, like too much exercise can create inflammation and water retention. You re start realizing there's all these things. Well, then all of a sudden, you know that the scale is just a data point. That's it. And so like what we're doing with your food now just becomes data, right? And it's just a giant science experiment over and over and over again that helps us get to our goals. But like I was telling someone today on a call, like weighing and tracking your food, it's just a, it's like a tool in your tool belt where you can pull it out when you want to use it. And when you don't, you don't need to, because if you do it long enough, like, you know, exactly how, what you need to eat. And if you get away from that, you can always come back to it. Yeah, and I like that too. Um, it feels like um, kind of comforting almost. <laughs> it is because like for someone, like when you des described uh, earlier in the, in the call, like growing up, how much you love food and touch it and taste it and look at it. Like, I, I don't know about you, but like for someone like me, like I love to eat food and I love to eat it all the time. Okay. Like, I just love food. I love talking about the next meal, the meal after that. I love planning things around food. I love cooking for people. Like that is one of my uh, biggest joys is cooking meals for others. Like I love doing, having people over the house and entertaining. And I, I tell, I like to invite people over while I cook, you know, so like we can be social and they're like, Oh, let me help. And I'm like, no, 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 no. just hang out. Just yeah. Hang I'm out. the same way. I'm like, you sit, I'll cook. 
but hang out with me, but don't help me. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, and I love it. I get so much joy out of that, you know. And if they want to wash the dishes, that's I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so, like for me, when I started weighing and tracking my food, like the biggest thing was like, oh my god, like look how much food I can eat, because you know exactly the amount of fuel you need for your body for whatever phase you were in, and that. And that amount of fuel changes with time as your body changes. Um, and hopefully it's going up, right? Like our, our goal is always for you to try to eat more food. Um, and for someone who has had issues like with emotional or mental or, you know, stress related to eating, if I say like, hey, the goal of us tracking is for you to maximize your food intake, it changes it a little bit. And you're like, wait, I get yeah. to eat more? Yeah, I know. And that is really great just to eat as much as you want, especially because before I really wouldn't eat. And now it's really like so comforting to wake up and be like, oh, I could have breakfast right now. <laughs> I can eat. Because, um, you know, like I had so many different sort of food rules in my mind that didn't really make any sense. Like, you know, just rolled over from life and nonsense um and this sort of takes away all of them and then yeah it just really encourages me to eat i just ate a lot on this call i just ate a mini size pack of (laughs) m&ms yummy i love m&ms yeah they're fantastic (laughs) and i've been eating all the kids easter chocolate always but i've been in so it's all good yeah i love anything um (laughs) awesome so where, where do you feel like you are right now in your journey? You're eight weeks in, like, where do you feel you are? Um, I feel like I'm much more comfortable with things now. Um, and um, I'm mostly just looking forward to, um, I think I'm just looking forward to seeing how all of this sort of goes since we've only been doing the tracking for I guess since Wednesday yeah um so I'm still feeling like pretty curious about it um yeah but like settle like settling into it yeah so one of the things we do in our program uh for those of you listening is Uh, I always tell our clients to go ahead and message us when they are going out to eat if they want to help picking something from the menu. So Greer, you messaged me earlier today or yesterday. Uh, You're you're going out this coming Friday. Is that right? Uh, Whenever. We didn't pick a date yet, but I'd love to go out to dinner. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hey, I love to go out to dinner. So you chose this place called, and I'm going to throw it out there, Roadside Coastal Kitchen in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Uh, And so tell me a little bit about this. So like, as we kind of decide what we're going to go over here on this menu um, for everyone, like what, I always tell people this, what do you want to accomplish when you go out to eat? Like, what, what is your goal? Is it just to have a nice experience or is it to have a nice experience while kind of staying on path or stay more on path and like, you're just there at the restaurant? Like what, Tell me like what the ultimate outcome you would like to happen from it. Yeah, well, I feel like that's um, 
that's part of what like makes it complicated for me. So it's like truly just being social. Yeah. It's just like a fun way to hang out. And in Charleston, that's the culture. It's like you go out and you drink or you eat. Um, so it's just like an opportunity for me to hang out with my friends. Okay. Um, and so then it's just like when I was recently traveling, like it's just for fun. So that's when I'm always kind of like, do I try to make it something where I'm like staying on track or am I just like a free for all not caring? which is what my vacation was, <laughs> but I, it's, yeah. So I feel confused, like what you do when you go out to eat. Yeah. So I always, I, I tell people, it depends on the outcome you want, you know, mm -hmm. for me, like a good, me personally, a good food experience is I enjoy the food I eat, but then 15, 20 minutes later, when I'm done, I still feel good. Like yeah. I don't have to eat something. And then it was so out of whack that, I feel terrible later. Like I, I that's, that kind of ruins the experience for me. Um, yeah. So the other things that like, it depends on when we're choosing things, right? It's like, what is the frequency that we're going out? Is this just like you said, a social experience or is it like a true food experience, right? Cause like, if I'm going to a Michelin star restaurant, right? <laughs> All the rules are getting thrown out, Greer. Yeah. You know, we are not, I'm not trying to, to like set any parameters on um, any other outcome or goal other than I want to have the most amazing food experience ever. Right. But that's not this. And I understand that. And that was like my trip to LA. I was like, I'm going to eat at every single bakery and I'm going to go to all these restaurants that I've been stalking for a while from across the country and like go all out for sure. But when I'm in Charleston, I just want to hang out with friends. Yeah. It's like, that's why. And I love burgers and fries so much. It's my favorite thing to eat. That's what I want to eat. So, so here's the big thing about burgers and fries, right? Um, and I'm gonna, throw, I'm gonna throw this out there because it's my, pers when you cook burgers enough at home and you are weighing the ground beef and you're looking at all the parameters of, you know, what goes into that meal. Like one thing you notice is the fat content is high, right? And like, and I, there is no way any restaurant is using anything other than like 85, 15 ground beef or 80, 20, right? Like they're not using yeah. 90 cents or 90 yeah. Like it's not <laughs> happening because the higher the fat content, the better it's going to taste. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. not, it's not the macro cafe, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a diner so that you can have a good experience and taste food. And that's, that's what the outcome is. So yeah. that's, that's like one of the things with, burgers and fries, right? So like if we understand that we really enjoy hamburgers and we want that, okay? You know, one of the things you could do ahead of time Greer, before going to this restaurant is plugging in with like, you know, half a, I guess most burgers are what? They're not half a pound. They're like four ounces. Yeah, well, but then I always get a double patty, so. Okay. So you need to figure out what a double patty is. If you get the weight and you can plug in 85, 15 into, mm -hmm. 
MyFitnessPal, you could have a good idea of what your fat content would be for that burger. You could also guesstimate some fries, throw that in there. And then if you know that that's what you want, you plan your entire day around the fat content of that meal. And I say mm -hmm. that because, you know, for those of you sitting at home, I say this all the time. I'm going to say it again. There are four calories to every carb, four calories to every protein, nine calories to every fat gram. So we know that if it's high in fat, that it's going to be calorically dense, right? There's going to be a lot of calories in that meal. And it's real easy to have a 1,500, 1,600 dinner with burger and fries, 1,600 mm -hmm. calorie dinner. Like that's super easy, right? So what are some options we could take to make that a little bit better? The first one is maybe going to single patch beer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, the second one would be don't get cheese. No, you can, right? Like you can, again, like if we are going for ultimate taste here, I go cheese, obviously it's going to be awesome. Okay. With the burger, maybe a single patty instead of double, but then like, maybe we don't eat all our fries. Maybe we take half our fries, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing you can do with that is, and this is a good rule of thumb is you could ask the waiter to take your meal. Okay. Okay. Cut it in half, box half of it to you bring that out at the end of the meal and just serve you half. Yeah. And I get what you're saying too. Like if, if it is just social, then yeah. Like if this isn't the best burger you're ever going to have in your life, then, you know, we want something to snack on that we like, that we taste good. And at the same time, um, not blow our goals. Yeah. Because I was like, um, oh, I love burgers and fries. And then I was like, well, maybe I should get a salad instead. But then I feel like whenever you eat salads out, they're like also so high in fat because of the dressing, which I love. Yeah. So here's what you do. You order your dressing on the side. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do that all the time. Like I, I, when I, when I order pizza, I always get a Caesar salad with grilled chicken breast. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because pizza hardly has any protein. So it's yeah. not a well-balanced meal. And by hardly, I mean hardly. Like it's <laughs> like the protein's coming from the cheese and like the pepperoni, which there's such a tiny amount in the pepperoni. And you know, there's like what, 10 grams of pepperoni on the pizza, you know? Yeah, it's so sad. It's so sad. But uh, <laughs> so what I try to do is fill up on my protein with my salad and then just have a couple slices of pizza. Because if I don't eat that salad with the protein, I'm going to be so hungry. I'm going to eat half a pizza, if not more, um, and then yeah. like eat myself later. Yeah. So I, I always get like a, a salad, like you said, in that type of situation and go double protein. So in this option, I'm looking at your menu here and they do have a Caesar salad that you can get chicken or shrimp. Um, in this case, shrimp is a ton of bang for your buck when it comes from protein, uh, yeah. more so than chicken. So like that would be a good option. It's different than your normal chicken Caesar salad, right? You can get your dressing on the side. You can add a little on or dip. Like I dip my fork in the dressing and then yeah. grab salad and, and eat it like that. And again, I'm not trying to have my best salad experience ever, but I want something that tastes good that can still kind of fit into my goals. Yeah, so you can hang. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at some other stuff. They have like this cold roasted beet salad that looks delicious. Um, they use a balsamic dressing, which is going to be lesser in fat than a more oil-based dressing because it's a vinegar-based dressing. Um, 
mixed green sounds good. Oranges, spice nuts, you know, could increase the fat content. And then they have a goat cheese mousse, which sounds delicious, but it's going to kick that fat content up, right? Um, and so there's yeah. all different ways. Like they have a kale, chickpea, lemon dressing, Parmesan salad that actually sounds really good again i would get the dressing on the side and then ask them could i add a chicken breast to that yeah you know you, they, they, they're gonna let you do whatever you want right yeah. um, they have a they have a half chicken which would be a good option um i mean i see what you're saying the shrimp and chorizo burger looks great i know <laughs> and maybe that is something to try like you know, and so like as I look at this menu, like there are um, they have a fish of the day, which comes with rice, uh, roasted fennel and tomatoes. That looks pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. That's something you could consider, you know, and then just try to go for heavy on veggies. You know, they have some side veggie dishes you could get. Um, they got some collard greens, roasted carrots. Yeah. I you know, know, I think it's just like. Yeah, I think that's really great what you said, like thinking about what you're wanting from it. Like if I'm just wanting to hang out with a friend or if I'm like really needing to have the most delicious meal. Like yeah, if I'm like really wanting a delicious giant burger and fries. Yeah, and look, if that's the case, go for it, right? Like you might look at this menu and that this menu does like appetizing and I kind of want to go there. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, like, I might look at that and be like, look, my goal for this week is to, you know, knock this meal out the park, have whatever I want there. And so breakfast and lunch is going to be to plan accordingly, right? Where um, it might be a low-calorie breakfast. I might even consider fasting just so I can scoot my calories to the back end of the day. Um, because, you know, we, we can get through the morning more so than we can get through the evening and on a fast, right? Um and so we could do that. You know, lunch, we're looking at something pretty lean uh, in protein, low fat, uh, avoid starchy carbs, more of like, you know, roasted vegetables or something like that, you know, leafy greens somewhere up in there and then kill it for dinner. And, you know, like I tell people this all the time, like we give people protein targets, carbohydrate targets and fat targets. But if we are in you know, certain phases of what we're trying to accomplish. So like someone with weight loss, which that's not really your thing, right? But for someone with weight loss, if we're lower in protein one day, but we stay under our caloric threshold, we're fine. Like it's mm -hmm. one day. Right. Yeah. Which is one fine. Day. Right. Yeah. If it's something you do three times a week, well, we need to have a talk. Yeah. yeah. Once a week, we can survive, you know, we'll be okay. Especially if you're making choices that keep you below your calories for the day. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That is helpful. Um, it's just like a different way to approach it. Yeah. And look, I want, I tell people this all the time. Like I want you to enjoy food. Like mm -hmm. your nutrition shouldn't feel like handcuffs. Mm -hmm. Well, it feels like the opposite. It feels like the most like free that like I, oh, but personally, have allowed myself to be with food that's awesome um yeah which is like not what i thought it would be <laughs> which is great <laughs> it's a lot about changing our mindset about how we think about it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of changing the mindset and just thinking about it differently and like actually having goals too. So weird question. And it, and it may not come, it might come up in like a couple of months. Okay. You might, you might think about this. Has anything you learned in the past eight weeks filtered in, or like translated into work at all? Um, well, like, like making myself take a break, like things like that. No, 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 no. I mean, like, has it affected the way, uh, you operate with food at work at all? Oh, um, I don't think so right now. It's weird. I'm like, so black and white with like how I feed myself versus how I look at, um, the bakery because also again I like I care a lot about the ingredients and and I care a lot about like people feeling good after they eat with us um but I also like want it to be delicious so I don't think about like oh that's too much fat I'm like oh yeah bring on the fat I got your third business idea Greer I'm gonna throw it out to you out here in public because no one else is gonna do it I thought about doing this but I just have too much shit on my plate is like creating a cafe that has like all the macronutrients planned out for you, weighed everything, where it's like a QR code where you order it and like you can scan it into MyFitnessPal. Yeah, that sounds glorious. Made for you there with tender love and care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think about it for, uh, I'll make yeah, a business plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greer, I, I appreciate you doing this with me. Um, in terms of your nutrition, like we talked about doing this as kind of like a mini check-in because we'll talk again on Friday. Um, do you have any have any questions about this upcoming week, the past week? Mm-mm. No, I'm mostly excited um, just to see sort of how it how it goes these next few weeks. I'm like really into my fitness pal I think it's really fun it's just like this little computer that's like guiding me and I love it (laughs) yeah it's cool I enjoy it too so I check it all day (laughs) yeah it's really great I'm like "Hmm, do I want to eat this let me let me see um yeah and it like totally changes my mindset too because I'm like well I actually don't want to eat that cookie because it doesn't have any protein and it's not going to set me up for like feeling good or like performing well um so it like really does change my mindset to like now taking care of myself instead of just like eating cookies and biscuits all day. <laughs> That's what's next to protein cookies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, protein cookies. <laughs> all right, Greer, thank you. I appreciate it. And um, where can everyone find your bakeries on Instagram? Uh, the Harbinger is the first one. Um, and then the second one is Harkin Cafe. And Greer, you, you're on Instagram, right? Yeah, I am. She's my name. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. And um, I look forward to talking again soon. Yeah. Thank you so much, Bradley. I appreciate it, too. Sorry it was chaotic. No, it's perfect. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Have a good night.